0: Hello and welcome to uh, The Two Tones. It's episode four. I'm joined as always by Carlton historian uh, Tony DeBolfo.
1: Greetings, Tony. Episode four, that would be episode O'Brien if
0: memory oh, serves, I,
1: I think. But, you know, the great man uh, S. Kernahan does come to mind when we, we talk all things four, doesn't, doesn't he?
0: What about the name Luke Livingston? Come on.
1: <sighs> Luke, boy. And a, yeah. a father recently, I believe, Luke Livingston. Oh, really? Lovely, well you done. know. The boy from Kerrang, all power to Luke, a yeah. great man and often seen in the Carlton rooms, um, so he still comes back and still loves the place, uh, all power to you, Luke and uh, good luck with fatherhood.
0: Indeed, yeah, it's a, it's a hell of a journey. It is. Um, you know uh, about that, of course, yourself, Tone, both the official and unofficial fatherhoods that you've been through. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's not dwell on that. <laughs> yes. Now, Tone, uh, Wow. Wow. What do you say, Tony? What, what, was it disappointing? It was – well, what was disappointing was having – well, look, the promise that was showed in round one, obviously, and, um, you know, the fluid play, the, the effort, the rate of effort, the commitment, and then uh, I'm sure you would agree, and anyone listening who was actually at the game, um, I'm pretty sure I, I knew from the first minute well, that's a fair call, Tony. And it, 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 you know, you can, you can
1: uh, tell, can't you, early in games uh, quite often whether the team is on or not. Um, and I think what really um, was annoying was that um, if, you, if you looked at the Gold Coast North game in Cairns yeah. the previous week where they played in the lake, And you would have thought that um, the toll they took on both teams may have been telling the following week. And yet North Melbourne came out and absolutely pantsed St Kilda. Yeah. And, of course, the same thing happened with um, the Suns away to... um, uh, our boys at, at, at Eddie had, so it was bitterly disappointing. But as you say, you know, the die was cast pretty early yeah, in the beast. I,
0: I do want to say uh, that I should say this more often than I do. Congratulations to Gold Coast; they were really on. They, they were, were on. they were on from the word go. They were a really well-drilled unit. They were. They were hard at it. They gave Lynch plenty of ball, and as we know, he is just lethal. Well,
1: he is. He he, he did not miss, and uh, I think you've articulated pretty well, Tony. The 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 Suns were definitely on song. And um, the Carlton players were the hunted, uh, yeah. the great hunted, and and uh, they, were, they were put under enormous pressure from the first bounce, and really had difficulty dealing with it. Um, uh, I mean, I don't think we actually break through until um, Cripps um, scored, you know, the second half of the first quarter. Yeah. But it was one way traffic for a long period of time, and. And Tony, the uh, what was frustrating mostly were the turnovers by hand oh, and f- foot that really, really, boy. really cost us. And I would say, Tony, I I, I put down probably five of Lynch's goals yeah. to turnovers created. By yes. our uh, misuse of the footy. Now, now so, this,
0: this wasn't uh, this wasn't a sin committed just by the younger players or players who played over fifty games. No, uh, the, the, the on-field leadership, as far as unforced errors went, um, you know, the, the plaudits belong. And you know, I'm not I'm not whacking these guys for the sake of it. I'm just saying, um, you know, Simo and Murph were, were up there. Well, they were,
1: they were, and and, and it always <coughs> amazes me, you know, um, when you've got fellows that you know are at the elite level are uh, playing the game that. You know, can't hit a target, perhaps 15, 20 meters away, uh, just with a deft little uh, uh, pass by foot or yeah. or a, a, a give by hand. Um, but that's, I suppose, the pressure that's created. Um, you know, if, if if a team is really really on song, as you said, Gold Coast was. So um, all power to the, the Suns. They're they're a, yeah they're a, they've got a good group that seem to be very well drilled, and and I'm sure you know Carlton will. Take much away from it, and um, as we know, Tony, the beauty of this game is that we have um, uh, the next game to atone, and um, oh, let's hope we do atone with interest oh, this week.
0: We just we just have to. Um, we will preview that game in a in a minute time. But um, one thing it, it did uh, highlight for me was the importance of uh, structures. And if you take Levi Casbolt out of that structure and put him into the ruck, now we know. He's not a natural ruckman. We know that he just happens to be tall. And uh, that, that definitely messed with things. And, it, it, again, you don't want to be the club that kind of falls over because you're relying on one crucial player. And when that player's not playing, uh, everything goes out the window. It's
1: so very true, Tony. And I think what this is... Um, uh uh, brought focus to is the importance in this day and age of the Ruckman. Now, yeah. the Ruckman have been much maligned, but if you saw the game um, on Monday, the Geelong Hawthorne game, where McAvoy absolutely dominated proceedings in the event that Geelong were without or bereft of a recognised number one uh, Ruckman in opposition. Yeah. Now, Carlton felt the pinch in the second half of the Richmond match when you know, Cruz was battling that groin complaint. Yeah. And unfortunately, his withdrawal prior to the Gold Coast game meant, as you said, uh, that Levi was forced to take um, uh, following duties. I mean, that then in turn put pressure on Jakob Wiertabing, that yeah. was, you know, that he's trying to regain confidence and, and would find it particularly difficult to do so given he's been chopped and changed. Yes,
0: pillar to post.
1: Pillar to post. We didn't have Phillips and uh, Lobb available either.
0: Um now, why so is that? Because neither are fit.
1: Oh, that's right. Both are getting back from injury. Um, I think may, both may have played in the um, uh, in the reserve in the reserve grade game. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't swear to that. I think one of them did. Um, so, unfortunately, at the time they just weren't available for selection. And um, I, I think with this group that we've got, if any one player is for whatever reason unavailable, then um, our depth is sorely being tested and yeah. we need them all up and running, Tone, that's for sure.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, look. let's look at the highlights such as they were in the uh, six goal or so uh, loss to the Gold Coast. Yes. Uh, Gold Coast, by the way, led at every change. Yes. There was, uh, the, the long promised uh, uh, resurgence or comeback it just never eventuated. Sadly, um, which of the younger brigade? Because you know Polson, for example, it was uh, the first game I think I've seen him play.
1: Yes, and uh, and came in at late notice, you know, yeah. and it was an interesting selection uh, core, wasn't it? It wasn't yeah. like for like. Cruiser came uh, out of the team for Polson, who's a small man. Yeah, um, I feel a bit for Cam Polson because um, he had to battle a shoulder injury to. Uh, uh, last year, uh, and had a pretty solid pre-season, um, and then would have been given the call up at reasonably short notice, so uh, somewhat of a baptism of fire for him, yeah. um, but good on him, you know, a, another young player that will undoubtedly learn from the experience. Um, you know, you talk about other players, perhaps, well, well, Charlie was probably the the man that Probably looked like it for us up yes. forward for yeah. most of the afternoon. Um, he's a you know that's just raw talent with Charlie and yeah. a kid that's still finding his feet, but certainly looks uh, the goods. Um, and i probably um, dips him a little, a little bit to um, Cam O'Shea, who's not yeah. not a young fellow by any stretch, but in his first game for the club, I thought you know was pretty pretty solid in his um, in his performance for the for the team. So. Um, yeah, we, we didn't have too many good players. I think it's fair to say the weekend. But um, as I say, the education, I, I guess, that is taken from that will will hopefully um, augur well for the players that were part of that disappointing result. Because yeah. I, I think really, Tone, with the exception of a flurry in the third quarter... I didn't think we were really in it, and, no. and it was a r- remarkable that we got to within two and a bit kicks. I it think was it was not, thirteen it was nine points. points, and then Plowman <laughs> yeah.
0: missed a set shot that yeah he really should have got. Yeah, um, but you know he's not Robertson Caruso there. Well, he's not that day. And, it,
1: and, and if you look at it in that context, we were, we probably flattered a little bit. I thought on the scoreboard, um, what was it? Twenty six shots to twenty two. Well, we beat them for inside fifties. Yeah, well that's well that's where it's incredible, isn't it? it um, we just couldn't find a way and. But I just think, you know, Gold Coast, to their credit, really uh, um, unbalanced the team from the first bounce and we were playing catch-up for a long, long time.
0: And, you know, they had answers at both ends of the ground. Well, they Um, did. uh, And... I don't know. Did we not go a tall backline? Was that it, it, we seem to have trouble outmarking them every time they went forward.
1: Yes. Yeah. Well. Well, that's true too. Who do we have down there? Well, we. You know. I mean, well, uh, <laughs>
0: Marchbank. Marchbank I mean,
1: and, and Liam Jones. I mean, Liam yeah. Jones Jones had his work cut out on on Lynch. There was and I mean I think I think the issue was up the ground though. I, 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 yeah. The ball seemed to come out too too quickly and too easily, and I th- as good a player as Lynch is. I think on the rebound, um, you know, had those opportunities been afforded most players, I think they would have cashed in. Yeah. Um, the ball came back pretty quickly. And we just weren't able to counter that um, that quick kick into an open forward line for Gold Coast. So, um, you know, that, that means that perhaps the pressure up the field needs to lift and the intensity needs to lift enormously. And um, hopefully that will jolt... Um, Mark Murphy and his men into, um, into action Friday night. Um, can't come quick enough
0: either, Tony. All right. Um, well, we're going to preview that, as I said, in a minute. But, Tone, you have uh, – unless there's there's any other observations you want to make, but uh, you, you're going to give us uh, – <laughs> you've got the difficult job of finding uh, the 3-2-1 uh, votes for <laughs> – uh, the game against well, Sunday's game against Gold Coast. Yes. I'm pretty sure the name, uh, one name beginning with Zed might feature there.
1: Well, yes, I thought uh, you were referring to Zach, yep. of course. Uh, good little player, uh, yeah. and it's great to see him playing up the field. Um, they, they obviously, you know, rate him as a, you know, as a future bona fide midfielder. Yeah. Although he has got the capacity to go forward, and he has that glorious left foot kick. Yeah. You know, the Johnston-esque. Left on the run. Oh, it's magnificent please. to see. But um yes, Tone. Um I did um sneak um Zach into the votes. I actually gave uh him two votes. So I gave one vote to Cam O'Shea. I thought oh, okay, first up yeah. performance, pretty solid yeah. performance and all power to him. Yeah. Uh had the opportunity to speak to him after the game and um uh I, I, a pretty dedicated athlete, um no frills player that um you know, we're, really, um, I I like the cut of his jib. I think he he was pretty solid. Uh, I gave three votes to Caleb Marchbank. I actually Ah, thought Caleb was pretty good. I love the way that he uh, has his capacity to intercept. I I like the way he can get across and uh, and really thwart an opposition attacking uh, thrust. And um, I thought, while I say it was hard to pin votes on too many players, I thought those were probably the players that Best stood out for Carlton at the weekend. Um, my only other comment tone relates to the roof. I mean, there's been plenty of discussion, debate about it. But um, you know, when you've got when you've got light and shade, I mean, it doesn't make sense. Everyone has to adjust their eyes. Yeah. I can't imagine what like I mean, the viewing public aside. What it must mean for the players, oh. you know that you saw that giant leap of, um, oh, of Garla.
0: that was magnificent.
1: Now, but. now he was he was looking right into the sun there. Yeah. Now you know has the sun cost him a car? Um, you it's know, a very good point. you know you'd argue the argue the toss there and, 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 because it was such a great leap. You know, he did all the hard yards yeah. and just uh, Most couldn't of the vertical, him. by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you do you do question that, um, and now you're hearing criticism from all quarters. So, you know the coaches were um, lambasting the the call last night. Players aren't you know uh, comfortable with it, and supporters and the you know television viewing public uh, basically don't like having to adjust. You know when the play switches quickly as it does from light to shade. Yeah. So it's a bit of a no brainer, isn't it? Just shut
0: the roof. Well, you would think just uh, yeah. Uh, leave it on for every game or leave it open for every game. But, pretty pretty um, but, simple. Uh, surely the, the vote of everyone listening to the two tones today and, and certainly you and me, Tone, would be to shut the bloody thing and um, uh, let's have more Carlton yes. Marks of the Year. We, we still missed out, you know, another Indigenous player of ours well, missed out on Mark of the Year. Well, let's not get into that.
1: No, we, we, let's not go there. But sanity must prevail with the roof, Tone, or I'm going to end up like Ken Bruce and go completely
0: mad. <laughs> okay, right. Tone... Um, well, we uh, we look forward to a round three clash against uh, perhaps Carlton's oldest, bitterest rival. Yes, Collingwood. It is Friday night. It is a home game for the Blues. That is good news for our bottom line at the very least. Well, of course, we want to see you know numbers out in force.
1: Um, you know, as you say, tone the arch enemy on the uh, the home of football, the 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 ground that we own uh, uh, comes September. Not yeah. in recent Septembers, no. but traditionally we do. Yeah. Um, We've got uh, question marks obviously over Matt Cruiser and, and Matt Kennedy. Um, will they come up? Well, we, let's hope so. Um, or if if. Particularly, Cruz doesn't. You know, where does that place Lob yes. or or Phillips? Are they in contention? Um, so a lot of lot of questions to to be addressed there. Collingwood also have their issues. Yes. You know, Darcy Moore gone for a, a month, and we saw that sickening Oof. that sickening uh, compound fracture of the leg to that young uh, fellow uh, at the goalpost of the um,
0: which I didn't think would be possible in this day and age. But with the
1: padding, yeah, no, no. But I did hear. Um, the Geelong coach Scott saying that even given the padding, and they are they are really subtly padded, that injury just goes to show the the velocity at which players are travelling. Yes. an injury like that can yeah. happen with with so much padding around the goalpost. So um, uh, when you look at it that way, you realise the you know the, the how under the pump players are and the physical yeah. demands that are imposed upon them. You know, it's uh, there's nothing easy about running out there and having a leisurely kick like. Um, I used to turn my healthier <laughs> days up at worry, Alec. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's serious stuff and uh, yeah. a shocking injury. You know, you don't want to see that to, yeah, to no, any player.
0: I wish them all the best. Yes, because uh, uh, that's I mean that's season ending, isn't it? Well, it is. Anything it is. Like it's that. a it's a horrible and and you know um,
1: that uh, that's is a sort of injury that potentially finishes off careers too. Wow. You know, you hope that. Because um, it, it
0: was his right foot, well, well, or that's right. right leg, sorry.
1: Well, that's right. Yeah. That's right. So you just hope that you know everything works out okay for that young fellow. Um, horrible, horrible incident. We don't want to see that
0: but at it all. It does tame. mean uh, Collingwood bring back. They've got a, they've got a number of options. Uh, yes. Elliot is Reed. To come back Reed and, is in the mix, and uh, uh, and
1: Mason Cox, the American yes. uh, American pie, and um, uh,
0: and who's who's the kid who got done on drink driving.
1: Oh, oh, yeah! I think he's another week. Um, Dugowie? Dugowie, I think Dugouy, yes. I think he's, well,
0: no, he's been talked about coming back. So, if he my does mail was the through McCullin the VFL,
1: cup. Tony. What's that? My mail was that he, or is that he's coming back through the VFL? Okay. Do you think they might shock
0: the football world and call him up? Well, but more importantly for us, as far as the two tones are concerned, Tone, um, the selection table is going to be. A very interesting place to be this week at uh, Princess Park. Yes. Who do you see going in? Who do you think going out? Because well, there, there has to be some changes to the team list, you'd imagine, in order to yeah. The, yeah. Well, the, the problem that's fielded.
1: Yeah. The problem is that um, that the the reserve grade team lost by about five goals to Port. Um, so I don't know that there's too many banging on the door, uh, yeah. literally. And 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 I mean, the coach has made a point. Um, uh, for some time now that players uh, will be played only on form, yeah. so form alone would warrant inclusion of players um, into this senior team um, and of course, as I said with with cruiser and Kennedy you know if they 're available well that 's obviously going to impact on on selection uh, you would think both of those players fit uh, would be returned straight back into the team so yeah, there is a few. There are a few machinations that I, I suppose are at play here. Um, uh, what, time, what, time will tell.
0: Uh, what do you do with Wethering? Well, look, I think
1: perhaps the answer to that question came uh, leading into the Gold Coast game where. Um, the selectors acted on Jack Silvani. Now, Jack had had a bad one, you know, the opening round against Richmond, went back, kicked three in the twos, as every good player should, Um, uh, um, did a few things differently, Um, worked on areas of his game, and obviously reaped rewards. So I I suspect um, with, whether it be Weedering or whether it be Simpson or whether it be whoever, it won't matter. Um, Mm. uh, Form will warrant selection, and I think, I think where uh, the the nice thing about the Carlton model two thousand eighteen is that um, there were no free games. I heard mm. Sam Doherty refer to free games being allocated, you know, in the not too distant past, uh, where players were called up, perhaps not having warranted selection based mm. on their form. Well, well, I think I think the bar's been raised, and form alone dictates selection. Uh, and form alone will warrant retention in the mm. senior team. So, if if it's determined that Jakob is better off for a run in the twos just to get his form and confidence back, so be it. Yeah. So be it. Um, I, I, you know, I'm sure the coach won't. Um, won't play favourites, and if the call has to be made, he'll make it. So, uh, but that's a good thing. That's a good thing. It's you know, there's competition for spots. That's what we want, and we want uh, our good players uh, in in form and cherry rot ready to go uh, uh, come the weekend in and the, and the next game.
0: Now, um, you know, if you're a if you're a Carlton supporter who's uh, followed the last seventeen years with varying levels of dismay and uh, you know false dawns, what? let's say. I counted
1: every one of those seventeen too.
0: Well, you know, we ride every bump. You'd like to think, but um, uh, Carlton went in short sure odds favourite to win against Gold Coast and didn't. We're, are we condemned to following what I what I'm loath to describe as a mercurial team tone? In that, I have every confidence Carlton will beat Collingwood. I just I feel it in my waters. Big game, MCG, traditional rival. With the sort of team now that, you know, it, it's just hard to kind of second guess because we, we fall over against a team we fancy to beat and then we come up against Collingwood who are playing well but just something tells me that we have it in us to, to knock them over in front of hopefully a big crowd.
1: Well, look, history, recent history would suggest we'll be up for the game. I mean, you don't have to go back too far to remember what happened when the Black and White celebrated their 125th anniversary. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, party pooper's extraordinaire oh, here. What a game. Uh, it, was, it was a great game. Yeah. Um, in saying that, I, I went into um, the Gold Coast match with every confidence in, in the in the home team yeah. doing the job, and uh, perhaps I underestimated Gold Coast to my peril. They they look really good, and, yeah. and you would think they'll they're going to be you know thereabouts. So if they play like that, yeah. Um, so look. Uh, Tony, it's probably just as well that as an official of the club that um, I'm not permitted to, to gamble on, yes. on or wager on games because I think I'll be bloody hopeless at it. To, <laughs> to tell you the truth, I I can't read you know the the uh, the, the tea leaves that you go into it to any game really. You you go in with a fair degree of confidence in your in your team and then you know you come away scratching your head. But yeah. um, you'd like to think that this week on on the on the on the end of what was by and large a disappointing showing against Gold Coast that um, the players find it within themselves to to come back hard and um, we just need a, a, a kickstarter and I think yep. if we can get that first win on the board, then we we move on with some degree of um, of, of confidence and um, well let 's hope it happens. Um, you know, Friday night, Tony, that's for sure.
0: Well, absolutely, Tom. We will, of course, be there. Um, I, as we mentioned Cruz before. What's the and – and mind you, this is following you saying you're not allowed to be a betting man, but what um, What do you say the chances of Cruz coming back?
1: Well, look, well, look. I would imagine they'd be pretty pretty strong. Um, was it a short week leading into the Gold Coast game? It may have been. Maybe they thought that they ne- just needed to, um, you know, uh, be conservative. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's the number one ruckman. You, you wouldn't um, you know run the gauntlet with him if he's not fit. So, look, you'd like to think there's every chance he will return. Um, I suppose there's a couple of training sessions to be had um, leading into Friday night, and that all will reveal itself through the course of the week. Um, you just have to hope that that he's up and about and he's ready to go because um, he's such an important part of the Carlton yeah. team, no doubt about it. And Kennedy too, I think, just with yes. his size and strength and presence, yes. um, is invaluable around um, the contests. And, and when we reflect on that Gold Coast game, we oh. have said that we were, we were really um, hit yeah. hard, weren't we? Yeah. And, and the know, loss and of someone like Kennedy, and, yeah, yeah. yeah, his physical presence uh, can't be underestimated. We, we need them both.
0: This is a bit left field. Alex Silvani, where's he at at the moment?
1: Yeah, look, I think there's another. That's another player that's sort of been battling, nagging league injuries for a little while. And um, yeah, I'm a bit like you. I'm a bit of a Alex Silvani fan, yeah. and we just want to see him. Uh, up and about, and I'm sure if he was up and about, that he would he would come into serious calculation just because of the way he plays. He's that hard nut oh, that we need I up the back, it. and he's an old head too. Yes, um, and so uh, just someone with his now and experiences, perhaps just what the doctor ordered. And look, I don't know what the what the uh, time frame is on Alex Silvani, but um, I just hope it's sooner rather than later because um, in the games that we've seen him uh, participate, he's been Fabulous, and uh, I think he's earned a lot of friends just because of the hardness, the way you know, the way he he uncompromisingly attacks the footy, and um, and his experience is invaluable. We need we need his like.
0: Um, well, speaking of the backline, and let's um, say uh, I don't know old heads in the background uh, in the backline, Sammy Rowe has made a successful return. Yes. to the Yes,
1: well, this, that's another good story. And again, Sammy's one fellow that uh, who until he broke down was really stringing games oh, together. He, and he, yeah, you know, it's it's amazing, isn't it, when you think back to the story of Sam Rowe, and in many ways, that's the story of Liam Jones because you know when when Sam Rowe broke down. Um, all of a sudden the space became available and there was that master stroke in putting Jones back to uh, the last line of defence and that yeah. effectively saved his career. Um, so um, I think that's what you want. When you when you lose a player, you know, um, you want crisis to create opportunity for another and, and then what that effectively does is increase your depth. So if you reflect back to when Sam Rowe went over that knee injury, you know, you can think back and say, well, if Sam Rowe didn't get injured... What would that have meant for Liam Jones? Yeah. Perhaps we we would never have seen the renaissance of Liam Jones and he would have been, you know, having a, a run out at Keel or somewhere. Yeah. Um, so that's the, the vagaries of the game and, and where fate plays its hand. And um, um, But, you know, uh, again, it gets back to my earlier point about the competition for spots. And if Sam Rose um, putting his hand up, yeah, well then it's going to keep the likes of Liam Jones and um, all those players honest and um, that's a healthy problem for Brendan Bolt and the match committee I think
0: I'm into that, now Tone very quickly before we wrap up, how do we beat Collingwood
1: well I think I think it starts with the with um, you know um, honesty around the contest, you know we, we've lamented the way that we were um, we were under siege against Gold Coast and the pressure that was applied um, you know to the ball carrier and, and um, so we have to basically emulate what Gold Coast did, and bring our A game to the table. I think if we can, if we can do that, um, well, we're, we're probably halfway there, aren't we? Um, yeah. I, I, I just, you know, think that the players have to come out after that. You know, pretty. Disappointing performance, um, breathing smoke. Um, yeah. We've got to be ready for the first bounce. Collingwood are zip and two like us, so they'll be desperate. Um, they're always big games. Collingwood will have probably gleaned a little bit out of that performance against GWS. Yep. They're in the game for a long, long yeah. time. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be a full on contest. This and um, uh, we've just got to be ready. We've got to be ready, Tone. And it gets back to our work rate. Our mindset, how we approach and the game,
0: elimination of basic skill errors. Well,
1: well, that's it, and all, all those cliches. But it's true if we if we do the one percenters and and do do them right. Well, we're going to give ourselves a massive chance of um, getting our first win on the board, and yeah. uh, and uh, you know we'll, we'll get a fair idea, if, I guess, from first bounce whether whether or not the boys are are on song. Let's hope they are.
0: We'll get on down there. Um, let uh, you know. Don't let uh, last week's effort uh, uh, be the basis no. upon which uh, you decide to go on Friday night. We would strongly urge you because Carlton, uh, look, uh, the team does it. It bounces back from, it from games like that. It has a history, a track record of doing that. Um, that is not who Brenda Bolton is. That is not who Carlton is. That is not who the um, you know. Uh, it's not who the playing group is. We would like to think. So. No, that's
1: right. And Tone, while you're talking about it, too, uh, you know, a, a, an impassioned call to the members and supporters. I think we got a good crowd to uh, have yes, had we last did, week. Yeah. So all power to the to the supporters that did turn out and the members. It's exactly what we want, and I do believe, Tone, they know where this football club is headed. Um, I, I think it's important that we get a, um, as close to a full house at the MCG Friday night as we possibly can, uh, because it helps. It certainly helps, and um, I think that would be of enormous, um, enormous Philip to Murph and the and the boys to see uh, a Sea of Blue um, out there lending support Friday night. So a great opportunity for all members and supporters to fly the flag and and pack the joint because. You know, that is our home. Uh, Historically, we know it is, and uh, we want to pack it out.
0: Damn right. Well said. Thank you for that, Tony DeBolfo. Pleasure, Tony. Tony Markley here signing off. On behalf of Tony and myself, the two Tones, it's been episode four. It's been a a delight to be with you. Uh, Thank you to our producer, Lucy Jamison. Thank you, Lucy. Fine, Carlton Pedigree in that name, of course. And we will catch you next week, hopefully dissecting Carlton's first victory for season 2018.